Welcome to the Building Heroes Podcast, where we learn to build heroes in our homes to help our kids be prepared for their life journeys. Hi, I'm your host, Molly Christensen, and I love to encourage and mentor you on your path. Hey everyone, welcome to podcast episode 76 of the Building Heroes podcast. And I am pretty excited for this podcast today because I feel like this is kind of a big topic. You can't talk either. Woo. Okay, because sometimes we wonder, am I feeling my kids? And I want to discuss this. Is it normal? Am I messing them up or what? And if you're a mom, which I assume you are, because this is a podcast for you, I can pretty much guarantee that at least once you probably have that thought that you're feeling your kids. And if you're a homeschooling mom, which I also assume, or thinking about homeschooling or whatever, it is highly likely that this has been greatly intensified if you've been homeschooling for longer than three weeks because you've taken on the responsibility of your children's education. Now, as a veteran homeschooling mom and one who's connected to thousands of moms on social media and in my own network, I hear so many moms express that they feel like they're failing their kids. And for every mom that I hear actually say this out loud or write this, I am guessing there's probably at least a hundred more who've been thinking it and they're all nodding their heads. Yep, I know what you mean. And I've done it myself plenty of times, and mostly it's been in my head. I don't say it a whole lot, but when I have dared to say it out loud, it's usually because I have been letting that thought run hundreds or thousands of times. And it's a terrible feeling. In fact, it's probably one of the worst feelings out there. Now, you know, my kids are always saying, ooh, that's the worst, right? And they're not, it's probably not really that bad, right? <laughs> they just kind of want to exaggerate to express how much they don't like it. But in this case, I'm not using the worst like that. I really do think that that is one of the worst feelings that moms can experience because we don't want to feel like we're failing our kids. Now, I know there's other terrible feelings too, but that one does really stink. Now, when your child is born, you probably remember looking into that child's eyes and you fell in love and you knew you would do whatever it took to love that child and guide that child to be better than you. And you're like, this kid is amazing. Then, you know, you get into the everyday chaos of life and, and then you get this call to homeschool. And for most of us, we really didn't want to. Some some women do, and some know it from the beginning, but most of us, we don't really want to because, number one, it sounds really hard, and it is. It's unknown. We have no idea how to do it, and it really cuts into your time. It totally does, but what could be more important, right? And so when you get that call to homeschool, you love your child so much that you take the plunge to do it even if it took you a long time to decide it, and even if you don't really know what you're doing, and even if you kept waiting and waiting until it really had to be done, and even if you were that lucky mom that knew you should homeschool and you committed to it from the time your child was born, you did it for the same reasons, because you love the child, right? We decide to homeschool our children because we feel like that's the right thing to do and that it's going to be the best thing for our families and our kids. 
Now, it took me quite a long time to decide to homeschool, even though I knew that I should, but I kept pushing it away, right? I finally made the decision. I had done all the research. I somehow talked my husband into it. I bought lots of curriculum, made this spectacular plan, and then I jumped right in. And, you know, for some odd reason, I think that because it had been so much work to make the decision and that I'd done all the things, I just thought it should work. Right, right off the bat, just fine, right? I literally had no idea how hard it really was going to be. Now, I'm not saying don't prep or anything like that. I mean, it's good. It gets you started. But until you actually do it, you can never really know. It's just like having a baby, right? <laughs> you have this desire. And you just never really know until you have a kid. Uh, so I definitely got to that place where all of my very well-laid plans were not working at all, right? When my child didn't perform how I thought he should, I would get upset. Um, we have power struggles. And so then I started blaming my husband for not giving me the support I thought I should have, or blaming my kid for, for not being the homeschool Pinterest kid. You know, I'm blaming my money situation for not being able to buy all the expensive curriculum that would probably fix him, you know? The thing is, is deep inside, I really did blame myself because I couldn't do it. And so I started to believe that I was failing my child. And I believe this because, number one, my child did not want to do what I told him to do, school or otherwise. I, my child wasn't meeting all the school standards, even though some of them he was doing great on. I could not get myself to follow my spectacular plan let alone get him to do it. Um, I had this disaster of a house because I was spending all my time trying to get him to do it. And I felt like a huge mess. I was yelling at my child, trying to control my child and make him succeed. I didn't want to be that kind of homeschool mom. And I basically hated myself for not living up to what I really wanted to be doing. And I didn't realize this so much later, but what I was doing was I was using blame to protect myself because if I could blame other things, then maybe I wasn't the failure. Maybe it wasn't me. Because I didn't want to look at myself and see where I just couldn't get it together. And I felt like a mess. And truthfully, I probably was a mess. You know, I tried so hard and so many times and none of it was working. If something was working, I couldn't see it because I was in such this failure mode. That's all I could see. And then when those thoughts build up enough, that's when I started believing I was the failure and that I was failing my child. And in a way, when I started expressing it, it was the only thing I could say to make myself better because I tried so much. Because if I could say that I was a failure, then it would be okay to give up. Because then I thought, you know, clearly I'm not cut out for this. I'm not cut out to be a homeschool teacher. I don't even like it. <laughs> because me either. And then, you know, life just gets more overwhelming. So you do nothing for a while. And then maybe you find some motivation. You decide to try again. But sometimes you just get to that point where you just give up. And that's what I'm hoping you don't get to. And that's. That's what I want to talk about in this podcast, too. Now, just depending on which of my beliefs is strongest at the time, one of these options is what usually would occur, okay? So the number one thing 
um, we, we start thinking, oh, it's the curriculum. So then you start researching all this curriculum, you keep buying all this new curriculum, keep changing everything up, and you're hoping you're gonna find a silver bullet that's gonna solve all the problems. Now, yes, sometimes changing the curriculum will help, but it is not gonna give you the deeper solution if you keep doing it, okay? Um, number two thing is maybe your belief is, well, I just can't get my kids to leave school. So what we typically tend to do for that one is turn into a drill sergeant and force them to do everything, to do all the things that you've assigned, whether they like it or not, because they have to. And nobody's really very happy about that. Now, yes, we do need to be consistent, but it never really works to force them to do things because when you do that, you're either going to turn your kids into people pleasers because they don't want to get mom mad or rebels because they're tired of mom getting mad. They want your approval, but by making them do it, it's going to be tough. Okay. The next one is um, maybe the belief is, well, I just don't know enough. I don't know what I'm doing. And so then what happens is you start doing more research and more research and more research about homeschooling. And then usually what happens is you find out about unschooling and you're like, oh, this is the best. We're going to try that. It's going to solve everything. Now, don't get me wrong. I am not knocking unschooling, but what usually happens is instead of actually leading the learning and setting up the environment and guiding the kids, a lot of times what happens is you just kind of let them do whatever the heck they want. And, you know, you're kind of still have that nagging feeling that you're probably not doing it right. Um, and then the last one, and this is um, probably the hardest one to deal with. And that is the belief when you start getting to the point that you truly believe that you are not cut out for homeschooling or your kids aren't cut up to be homeschooled kids, okay? Now, if you get too deep in this belief, then typically you send them back to public school, charter school, someone else school, whatever school. Now, I am not saying here that it's wrong to ever send the kids to the public school, okay? But what I don't wanna see is doing it because you're giving it up, giving, giving up, and you believe that lie that you're not cut out to be a homeschooling mom because it's not like any of us are really cut out to be a homeschooling mom. We learn how to be a homeschooling mom, okay? Now, I, I mean, again, there are certain situations where it does make more sense to have the kid be in school, but don't do it because of that belief, okay? Now, I've done all of these things many times, and sometimes I've gotten dizzy, swinging back and forth, trying to come up with a new solution. I have also considered that maybe they would be better off in public school, okay? But at the same time, I knew there was a reason that I felt called to homeschool. I'd done all the research. I saw the benefits. I wanted the benefits, and I did not want to give up. What I didn't know at the time was that things that are worthwhile are never easy. I didn't understand that just because I had made a plan that I would still have to keep adjusting it. I didn't know that I couldn't really make my kids learn and they had to make their own choices. I didn't know that I didn't have to do it all perfectly in order to raise good kids. I didn't know that the homeschool journey 
is actually a predictable journey and that there were things that could help me through the obstacles. And most of all, I didn't know that when I felt like I was failing my kids, I was really just using their achievements to promote my own self-worth. And just because I didn't know all these things did not mean that I was failing or that I was failing my kids or that I was a failure. So and back to this thing um, where I didn't know that when I felt like I was failing my kids, I was really just using their achievement to boost my own egos. And when they didn't have the achievements, that's when my self-worth would tank. So if my kids weren't performing like I thought that they should, then I took that as a being to my value. The more they didn't perform, the worse I felt. Even if they were performing in other areas, I still couldn't see it, okay? And the worse I felt, the more I would cycle through all those solutions that I just mentioned, depending on what my belief was at the time, trying to find, you know, but the solutions like, I'm going to try to find a new curriculum or a new system. And then I'd be swinging back and forth between trying to make them do it and um, doing nothing <laughs> and letting them go, you know, in the name of unschool. Um, and after a while, that does start to feel really defeating because you start to think, I can never figure this out because I'm trying so many different things. And then that's when you go into that, I'm failing my kids mode. Maybe I should give up. Okay. But really... I was not failing. I was going on this predictable homeschool mom journey. I just didn't know it. And that's why I want to tell you about it. So you know you're not failing either. You're just going on the predictable journey. That's why I'm certain that you are not failing your kids. You are here. You're still trying. You're still going, even if you put your kids in your school, in school because you're still learning. You're still in the game. So as you go on your homeschooling journey, you're going to run into challenges. That's part of the journey. And none of these challenges means that you're not cut out for it. And none of them means that you're failing. Any challenge that comes your way simply means you have an opportunity to learn something. I call these learning opportunities. Maybe you've never met this challenge before, or maybe you've met it before and you just haven't figured it out yet. It's okay, because the challenge is there for you to learn from. Now, you've probably all heard Thomas Edison's famous quote, I have not failed, I've just found 10,000 ways that do not work, or that won't work, right? He tried so many things, but he didn't say, oh, I could never invent a light bulb. I'm not cut out for this. No, he kept going. He kept trying. He kept learning. And we've all heard that you learn from failures, right? And it's true. We're doing the same thing. Now, I had no idea that when I first started homeschooling my kids that I was going to go on a homeschool journey myself. I did not know it was about my learning and my growth. And I bet you did not realize that either. But now you're on the path and this is exciting because this is such a great personal development program. Who knew? <laughs> um, probably one of the best you could ever take along with motherhood. Homeschooling just maybe amplifies it a bit, I think. 
Now, every journey has challenges. That's what makes it an adventure. Now, we all love the story of Thomas Edison's persistence, right? And we, we take that because and we love to quote things like that to our kids because we want that for our kids. We want our kids to be persistent. But guess what? The best way to teach that to them is to model it to them, to do it ourselves. Because they're going to go on their own journeys too. And when you go first, you can guide them and lead them. Now, we do have one challenge that I think is bigger than anything Thomas Edison faced in inventing the light bulb. It's also a blessing, and I'll get to that in a minute. But that challenge is that we love our children more than anything, and we do not want to fail them. But as long as we keep going and learning and keep failing and not giving up, we're not failing them. That's really how it goes. Now, I've never, ever met a homeschool mama who wanted to fail at homeschool and wanted to mess up her kids, okay? It's not gonna happen. Now, we may mess up and do things wrong in our own minds, and we may, you know, have issues, but the beautiful thing is we can learn from them and we can keep going. Every single homeschool mom wants the best for her kids. And what is best is to learn to be okay with missteps and failures. What is not okay for your kids is to believe that you are failing them because they're gonna feel that. And you know what? They're gonna start feeling like they are failures too. Ah, you know, I guarantee you we've all done stupid, dumb things with our kids, but it does not mean that you're gonna mess up your kids. We can always keep on adjusting, learning, and keep on getting better, okay? If there is no other reason than to stop believing that you're failing your kids, than to know that your kids feel that feeling and take it on to themselves, then I don't know what else is gonna help. But if, if you can learn to change that thought and that feeling and start going again on your journey and learning from them, that's going to be the best thing you can possibly do for your kids. Now, adjusting, learning, and keep on getting better, going through failures, it's not easy. That's why we don't want to do it, right? And this is because, number one, we really, really, really don't want to fail because it's so important to us. This is our kids, you know? And number two, it would actually seem to be way easier to tell our kids what to do and hope they come out more perfect than us and have that good character than to keep on working on it in ourselves. <laughs> I realized I tried to do that for many years. It doesn't work. <laughs> and then number three, change is actually really hard, but it's so worth it. But part of the reason why it's so hard is because we often cannot see it in ourselves. It's so slow. And we also have that change blindness thing going on because it's ourselves. But you can do this. You can shift to believe that you are okay. You are on a homeschool adventure. You're learning along right with your kids. You are not failing them. You're gonna keep going and figure this out. 
And this is also where that blessing part comes in of that challenge. I said it was a big challenge because we love our kids so, so much that we really don't want to fail them. But it's also a huge blessing that we do love our children so, so much because then we'll do anything for them. Even the hard parts, like learning from our failures, like trying to change our thoughts and trying to become better. And more than just trying, it will actually start happening. Now, I know you can do this because I remember back in those days when I felt so stuck, I felt like the biggest mess. I knew I was feeling like this. I thought it so many times, I was pretty certain that I was messing them all up. And it was not until I decided to take a leap of faith and to try to change myself so that I could leave the way for my kids because I realized I wanted them to be better than me, but I couldn't guide them there if I hadn't gone through it myself first. So that's when I took the plunge, that leap of faith into trying to figure out how to make myself better and how to just choosing to stop worrying that I'm failing my kids. Now, I know you might think, well, that's easy for you because your kids are great and they were easy. Oh, no. <laughs> and that's easy for you because you weren't failing your kids. Oh, yeah, but I thought I was. <laughs> I, I was convinced. I just had to start becoming more aware of what I was thinking. And when I was thinking those negative thoughts, I did not want those to go into my kids. And so I would have to start flipping them. I'd have to say to myself, I may feel like that right now, but I am learning. I am, I am learning from these things and I'm becoming better and I'm going to figure this out. And that's what I hope for you too. I hope that when you do catch those thoughts, you can flip them and encourage yourself. Now, you also are not meant to do this all alone. It's really hard to do it on your own. And that's one thing that I notice is that when I have people around me, to encourage me, a support group to remind me of this, I do even better in trying to change that. It's too easy to get stuck in that I'm failing my kids when we feel all alone and you are not alone. And we were never, ever meant to take this whole journey on our own. So if you can relate to any of this, of what I talked about today, I would love to hear from you. You can email me at molly at buildingheroes.com. And this is actually exactly why I started Building Heroes at Home is because I wanted to create this simple system where we could teach our kids this predictable pattern, how to get through, how to learn from the failures, how to build their character, how to overcome their challenges. And we as homeschool moms could learn how to lead that way and get the support that we need as well. So coming up in April, I'm excited because I'm going to be offering a special and a complete package so you can simply and easily homeschool the kids build that character, get a system and uh, support to build that strong foundation in your home because we can do this together. And I hope that you'll join me and and now keep wandering around the wilderness, feeling terrible about yourself because you are doing an amazing job. You're not failing your kids. You're an amazing mama who loves her kids so much. She'll do anything to help them. You keep on learning, you keep on growing and you don't have to do it perfectly. So let's build heroes together. Thanks for listening to the Building Heroes podcast. 
Can you help more people join the Building Heroes movement by sharing this podcast? More people can find it when you subscribe to the show, rate it, and leave a review. For more help on Building Heroes in your home, get the free Building Heroes resources at www.buildingheroesacademy.com.